Welcome to this week's Green Site Up. This is Richard Henschel, Horticulture for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk a little bit uh, on this show about, about uh, fruit trees, uh, having a home orchard, and some of our general expectations we have. So if you're going to be, if you live here in northern Illinois, probably the most frequently grown f- large fruit anyway is the apple. There's certainly nothing wrong with peaches and pears and plums and cherries. It's just that apples are the hardiest of them all and seem to survive the best, perhaps, for most of us in our little home orchards. Generally, here we consider apricots and sweet cherries uh, the most sensitive to our winter temperatures. Uh, Very sensitive are peaches and nectarines. And then followed the next in line would be plum and pear and sour cherries. These are considered moderately sensitive, and then we finally get to apples, and and these are considered the least sensitive or or most hardy in the home orchard. Um, Some other little bits here about having a home orchard uh, in general is the location of the home orchard can make a real difference, uh, you know, for the more sensitive fruit varieties. Protection from the cold winter winds is really a big deal. While the tree typically will live on each year, flower buds may not. Uh, You hear stories of getting a peach crop, for example, only every few years. Um, It's not that the peach tree didn't have flowers every year. It's just that all those years in the early spring, they were frozen and killed while the foliage leaves uh, survived. And we always had our peach tree, but not necessarily peaches. So... The corollary here, I guess, is you're always going to be more likely to have peaches when our winters are mild and that the tree is in a protected location. If they bloom very early, like our apricots and sweet cherries, uh, and and for the peaches as well, it's usually we can blame the late frosts uh, are usually the the responsible culprit here for not allowing us to have our our stone fruits and and uh, again most most common around here will be will be peaches. Um, home orchardists will also have to deal with pollination concerns, especially with apples. Um, there there's only a few apple varieties that can set fruit on their own. All the others really require that cross pollination that we hear about. Uh, all the fruit tree catalogs will list other varieties that work best for cross-pollination. That's their job. They need to do that so that when you buy a tree from them, um, you buy the correct pollinator as well so you can be successful in the in the, in the orchards. Uh, the garden centers that you uh, use frequently, they're also going to have the right varieties there too. The key in all of this is you need to have two different varieties blooming at the same time. So buying two Red Delicious doesn't work. You would say you need a Red Delicious and a and maybe a, a Yellow Delicious or a Macintosh. It doesn't matter as long as it's a different variety that's in bloom really at the same time. That's the key here. Uh, in town, we have an added benefit in that our ornamental flowering crab apples will serve as a pollinator for our apple trees. So you may only have one apple in the backyard, theoretically, that you wouldn't be able to get apples off of that, yet the crab apple in the front yard works as the pollinator. So when the bees are visiting the crab apple and the apple tree, 
your apple tree does get pollinated and you do have fruits. So that's something of a benefit if you're in town. We get to use the ornamental flowering crab apples as a pollinator. If you're farther out in the country, don't have a crab apple anywhere nearby, then you got to make sure you've got that other apple tree of a different variety uh, working for you. One interesting fact here is that uh, within the apple industry, there are about 12 varieties known to be pollen sterile. That is, their flowers can receive pollen and you can get an apple on that tree, but that tree will not serve as a pollinator in your yard for other fruit trees that you have. So if you're, by chance, your one of your favorite apples is going to be pollen sterile, um, that just antes up how many other trees you're going to need. You need at least two other varieties, two other different varieties, so that all of your trees will have fruit on them. You just can't count on the pollen sterile apple as it provides nothing in terms of pollination. Another area that's oftentimes uh, you know, misunderstood is what it will really take to have a great looking apple or great look, looking fruit once the tree begins to produce. Like which fruits are hardier to the least hardy, uh, we will have fruit trees that will require a little bit limited amount of sprays or treatments, and then there's others that will take a great deal of sprays. So the least amount of sprays would be used on, say, cherries and early peaches, apricots. Then there's also later peaches, if we're that lucky. And then finally, followed by summer apples, pears, plums, and finally, uh, because apples have a wide maturity range throughout the summer, uh, into your fall and winter apples. You know, your, your choices for a home orchard may be the available time you have to properly manage a spray program or a, a treatment program in order to have great looking fruits, whether that's going to be an organic spray program or an inorganic spray program. It's just a lot of work. So apples require sprays, for example, from the time there's pink and green tip all the way through within about two weeks of harvest. So you can see how long the spray schedule has to be for apples. So just keep that in mind as you think about your home orchard and perhaps why you haven't been as successful as you thought you should have been um, managing the trees, pollination, site location, and then the spray programs. These are all very important aspects of, of growing, a, uh, ha growing and having a successful home orchard. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Site Up. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again soon.